Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Was writer in the world Was writer in the world Was writer in the world Was writer in the Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and he's flapping about in my garden and eating my fat balls (laughs) (laughs) out of my bird feeder. Mm. It's how long. Thank you very much. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks Mm. to every single one of our lovely patrons on Patreon for paying for this show. And thanks to you for listening to it. We should um, like pro- put all of this, these openings. We should put all of these openings into an AI device and get it to just kind of like record new ones for us, and then we'd never have to do this again. <laughs> Most of it is the same, so it'd just yeah. be that bit where I say, so it'd be like he's a he's a computer from the future, and he's coming back in time to kill your mum. It's <laughs> that's a bad one. I should do yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. All right, Howard, are you ready for some worst writer, for some brand new worst writer in the world stuff? I was brecked ready for brand new worst writer in the world. All right, let's get started then, shall we? Yes, please. Wow, both both catchphrases. <laughs> this is a historic day. Well, I wanted the AI machine to get all your catchphrases so it can replicate them properly. <laughs> So I thought we'd maybe try a couple of short things. They're called shorts, Rufus. I thought we'd try on some shorts because it's getting warm now and mm. maybe it's shorts time. Oh, my knees are cold. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, it was too early for shorts. I'm just going to put, my- I'm just going to take my shorts off. Oh, no, my bum's cold. <laughs> All right, hang on. <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. What I meant, of course, was short pieces of writing by Howard. Oh. What a hilarious confusion that was. This is from uh, your English book, and it says 3C. Wow. So my last year with Mr. Cotton. Yeah, this is age 13, right? Putting into practice all the things I've learned. But this is homework. It says homework, 4th of October, 1026. You don't usually include the time. (laughs) But this one you have. You wrote wrote this at 1026 in the evening. It feels like that's kind kind of protest. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going, like, complaining about the fact yeah. that at 10.26 I had to do this rubbish when I could have been watching Knight Rider or the A-Team. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, homework is stupid and we shouldn't have had to do it. We were at school plenty. That was enough. Seems like I have different rules when I get home as well. I don't bother with paragraphing because my mum doesn't insist on paragraphing <laughs> in my house. So yeah. I'm like, just... yeah. You get back to school and say, no, Mr Cotton, my mum said it's OK. As long as I'm in my mum's house, I'm allowed not to use paragraphs, and that's or, fine. That's what she commas said. commas and those other dot yeah, things. Or, and... or, do, or do homework. Mm. So here's a blank piece of paper with no paragraphs or commas on it. <laughs> All right, so it doesn't have a title, this one, but it has an excellent topic sentence. It has an excellent first line that's going to tell us exactly what it's about. Okay. So we don't need a title because the first line is, I don't think there is such a thing 
as love at first sight. Okay. Right. So presumably that's that was your task. Do you think there's such a thing as love at first sight? Mm-hmm. You got to explain it though, right? You got to explain why. So you got to justify your opinion. That's what you're doing here, <laughs> isn't it? Present an opinion, then justify it. That's what the homework is. Firstly, you might see the person from afar and think they are good looking. <laughs> That's what I've gone with. Hooray! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, fair enough, fair enough. Love at first sight is a stupid, stupid idea. That's not love. What you're doing is lust, all right? If you look Your at someone and fall in love with someone... might have fallen out. Then when you put them back in, they might be a munter. They might be a they might be a gorilla, and actually you're in the zoo, and you just fell in love with a gorilla. You, I mean, you wouldn't expect a person to like stick with that, would you? You go, oh no, fair enough. It was it turned out to be a gorilla. Yeah, I've completely misunderstood um, the question, haven't I? Uh, I'm just going straight into like the wrong things. It's like, well, yeah, you might think you love them, but then like it turns out they're not very good at blowjobs. So that's not oh god, that's not love, is it? <laughs> Got to not love them now. I mean, yes. What you're saying is true, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. I feel this still represents the truth. Even though you're focusing on completely the wrong thing, the fact that love at first sight is ridiculous and can only be physical attraction... That someone is like someone's imagination no, has just gone gone wild. Mm-hmm. They looked at someone and decided they were in love with them because they fancied them. Now that this actually represents that perfectly because then you go, yeah, all right, but you fell in love and then you look closely and they've, you know, they're really ugly. They're actually a gorilla. Yeah. But it turns out, it turns out that you're ima- you imagining you were in love was stupid. <laughs> Could happen with like when you go to the Batsy Dogs home and you see that one dog and you're like, oh yeah, that's the dog for me. I love it. Absolutely, because dogs work, are quite it? simple, right? <laughs> dogs aren't complex beings. If you see a happy dog bounding around, it's exactly, you know, you're like, that's the dog for me. And then it turns out that's the whole, the dog's whole yeah, personality. Exactly. There's really nothing else to it. Brilliant. You're like, yeah, I, I love that first with that dog. talking yakety yak that you get from your partner in a relationship. From Ooh. humans. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. None of that wanting a conversation or a deep emotional connection. Yeah. Just, oh, food, yes, please. Listen, dog, <laughs> stop stop asking me what I'm thinking. Right, Reverend Rostra, right. Okay, then that's why I like you. You're a good dog. Well done, have some biscuits. Stop wanting to spend quality time with me. Do- Actually, they do do that, don't they? Fucking yeah, yeah, dogs, dogs are needy, annoying. And also, you wouldn't dogs are the worst. Yeah, you love it first up with the dogs wrong as well, because you can get it and there's just barking. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, shut up. Like, I thought I loved this dog, but then I, now I've realised that the good thing about it was that it was in a cage, <laughs> uh, not in my house. Yeah. And I could leave. And I, Can I just come and look at it every couple of weeks? Is that an option I have? Can I just get my dad to put it in a bag and take it somewhere when we the stream? <laughs> yeah. I've got some other dogs. Maybe we could put them in as well. <laughs> what if it's a, a really brilliant dog um, that's, that's saved someone from a fire? <laughs> With cute whiskies and pauses. <laughs> what if it's a fire dog, or a police dog, or an ambulance dog? <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah, yeah. The thing about that, cute pauses and nosies. Right? <laughs> yeah, nosies. What if it's got cute nosies, right? And it's like driving an ambulance around and saving people and doing paramedic stuff on them. You know, that'd be a good song, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, do- a song about my experiences and feelings. <laughs> Brilliant. We're referencing yeah. uh, Notes on Love, a previous story in The Worst Writer in the World. If you've forgotten it, now is maybe the time to go back and listen again. Mm-hmm. It's a good story, right? Hey, guess what? We're also referencing Champagne for Breakfast, something that's available only <laughs> in The Secret Game. Yes. 
Yeah, an earlier, completely different draft of Notes on Love with some of the same characters doing different things. Yeah, being much worse. (laughs) (laughs) Being much worse people, yeah, being really awful. Uh, Okay, so firstly, you might see the person from afar and think they are good-looking, but are not. Ooh, ugly. Secondly, that's your whole first point done. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they, they might Good turn point. out that you, you might be looking at someone who's really far away and then you fell in love with them. Yeah. Right? You know, like when you go and watch a football match and there's someone in the opposite uh, the opposite end of the pitch in yeah. the stalls and you see them and you're like, you can just about make out the colour of their hair and you're like, I love that person. <laughs> and turns out, turns out they're not, they're yeah. not very attractive. I think maybe I just need to set the parameters of first sight, i.e. first love at first sight should be definitely when you can see them, because that's not what I'm suggesting isn't really love at first sight, is it? It's, it's love, love at far sight. Yes. <laughs> that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, but, but yeah. I'd still, I still maintain that it makes as much sense. If you meet someone close up, look at them and go, oh, before you even say anything, you go, oh, I'm in love with them. Love that, is equal, that is an equal level of logical behaviour as just seeing someone who's about a mile away walking their dog right? mm-hmm. and going, oh, you see that that tiny figure in the distance that I can just about make out what colour their coat is, but nothing else, mm-hmm. right? I love them. Mm-hmm. Was, those are equally logical reactions. Sort yourselves out, people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm quite, I, I realise I'm quite unforgiving of, of, of people's romantic uh, feelings. Because no, you're I'm fine to sure. do that because nowadays <laughs> it's considered stalking, isn't it? If I like see well, someone if I falling see in someone... love with someone in the distance. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, if you've got binoculars. Yeah, I um, guess so. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But up close, if I look at someone it? and go like, "Oh, I'm in love with this person now," it's like <laughs> you can't possibly be. You're obviously deranged. Yeah, that is. Sorry, you're obviously psychotically broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that that's the thing, isn't it? If if, if we're actually honest about this, do you, when you want when you want when you have those kind of weird feelings that are entirely in your head, they're nothing to do with the other person. Mm. They become very possessive, right? You're gonna be you're gonna be weird whether that person likes you back or not you are gonna be weird (laughs) (laughs) and you're probably like you say you're probably a stalker you're probably an awful person and whether you you know whatever you do (laughs) okay but i'm gonna defend them now and say that potentially there's there's two people who've like you know been around around the block a few times the the so tide of everything, yeah, the yeah. old old slacks, just right? just That's what you're saying. yeah, yeah, and they're just kind of like, um, and they see see each other, and they go like, this person seems like that. I'm ready to settle. Let's do this, and then they kind of get together and like, but you know, of... the, yeah, if people meet someone and they're like, oh, we quite like the look of that person, get to know them a bit, have a chat. Like, even if they fall in love quite quickly, the weird part is looking at someone and going, I love you. Like, that's the first thing you think before you've said anything. No, that makes you weird. That definitely makes you weird. You can kind of... And also, people obviously, people can wreck on it in their head. People can be like, oh, when I first looked at you, I was, like, blown away. Fair enough, right? And then I got to know you, I fell in love with you. And now, in my head, when I look back on that, it feels like it was love at first sight. It wasn't. But memory, you know, memory rearranges things. That's yeah. fine. When I first saw you, I really, really, really wanted to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like big time. You made a... me wait ages. <laughs> yeah. right? We had and all that, those conversations. <laughs> yeah, that gave me time mind. to fall in love with you. No, no, no. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying to do a nice romantic thing. Oh, I see. Right? This is as rom- this is as romantic as I can be. Yeah. yeah. When I looked at you first time, I really really wanted to see you naked and have sex with you, mm. right? Yeah. But you said no. And so we got to know each other. 
and then we had sex and yeah. that's why I now love you yeah. <laughs> all right so that was first, that was the first one secondly secondly as the saying goes never judge a book by its cover mhm mhm the person could be handsome or beautiful but their personality is not necessarily going to be the same. Yeah. They might not have a handsome personality. That's They're that's a true. Dick. They're an absolute dick. That's the end that's the end of your second point. So your first point is they might be ugly. ugly. And the second <laughs> point is even if they're not ugly, they might be <laughs> ugly inside. Yeah. So actually, you're still like even when you're standing right in front of someone, mm. you're still too far away to see them. That's right. But the type of person that does fall in love at first sight is probably the type of person that can split someone open with a big machete on first meeting them to check to see if they're ugly inside <laughs> or not. Find out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you're very British. Stop very wearing British them, inside. and it's love forever. <laughs> If you are someone who believes they have fallen in love at first sight or tells people that even though you don't really believe it, write in and let us know. Tell us your story. Maybe we'll read them out on the show and mock you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe we'll maybe maybe you'll convince us. Maybe you can convince us. In fact, there you go. Challenge, right? <laughs> I 100% don't believe in love at first sight and I never will, no matter what you say, you idiots. <laughs> okay, but the challenge is, can you, can you convince me? <laughs> I've, I've phrased this wrongly, haven't I? <laughs> no, I think you did I've well. made it too difficult. <clears throat> All right, so, no, I mean, I am, I am highly dubious of love at first sight, but to be fair, I'm highly dubious of romantic love 100% in any situation. I think you're all just fooling yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're all lying to yourselves. So uh, if you uh, if you want to write in and try and convince me that you fell in love at first sight and that's a good thing and you're not going to wear your partner <laughs> ever, right? then write to us. We're on Twitter and Instagram, Worst Writer Show. We've got an email, manbycow.gmail.com. You can write to us on Patreon or on our Facebook. But you know, you know where to find us. Yeah, and I own fifty-one percent stake in the show, so really, you only need to uh, convince me, and then, like, if you can convince me, then you win. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. If you can convince both of us, then you own the show. <laughs> <laughs> you get controlling interest. Yeah. No, no one's going to be able to prove it because it's not true. You're right. It's dumb. <laughs> Granted, yeah, they might see each other and fancy each other, but they don't fall in love. Yeah. And then fall in love later, yeah. yeah. And, and then it Falling seems like a logical progression. Falling in love takes a long time, or it doesn't. there's no such thing as love. One of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying one which one I'm coming two, down yeah. on, but I mean, like, you know, one of those. <laughs> yeah, it, it, takes, well, it takes a long time to either fall in love or convince yourself that you've fallen in love, yes, even though you haven't, that, because yeah, romantic, yeah. romantic love doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and both, but both of those things take the same length of time. But if you're really lucky, you've married someone who turns out to be a great friend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when you and who you can share your life with, that's so, lovely. You know, well so done. when like you know, neither of you are putting out, at least you can have a conversation about something. <laughs> yeah. When you're sick of each other in one way, you can still be, <laughs> you know, you still like each other in another way. You, mm. you, you your friendship can develop when you realise um, all this romance stuff is kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't really think it is possible for a 13 to 14 year old to really be in love. Mm. 
Mr. Cotton, why have you set me this stupid piece of homework? <laughs> I am 13, all right? I am fucking 13. Could you maybe ask me to write a story or something? Maybe I'd write a story about fucking turkeys. Something el- other than this. Well, do you think that maybe this is from when Mr. Cotton was away again and we had that substitute Mr. Glitter in and he's just still <laughs> still trying? <laughs> Yeah, it looks like Mr. Cotton's handwriting, okay. but it's only one word, so it's difficult to know. He hasn't given you a score, so this did not deserve anything. <laughs> um, so I don't think it's possible for a 13 to 14 year old to really be in love with, an old, with an old man, <laughs> with an old uh, glam rock singer. <laughs> Because generally, they are immature and will like people who are not their type at all. Like people who are not their type. Yeah. Mr. Glitter's like, well, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> that's, is your type old, horrible old men? No. Perfect. <laughs> okay. This says you'll like me. You've written that as a binding contract. Why did I write that? Why? <laughs> I know what I know what this means because I remember being a child. Yeah, I'm basically being jealous of the hot girls dating the kind of like <laughs> cool kids who were who weren't who weren't smart but were tough and rough and that. And I'm like, no, they should be with me because I'm really clever. I have got 19 out of 20. Look, <laughs> it's like what kids think, but then like you grow up and you go like, oh no, that's not how the world works. But some people never do, and that's what a um an incel is, isn't it? That's it's the basic. <laughs> it's them kind of going like they're, they're always picking the wrong type. They should pick me. I'm a nice guy. I'm such a nice guy. Yeah. Okay. So you think this is like um, this is your um short-lived proto-incel hmm. <laughs> stage in yeah. life when you went, oh, well, one day women will realise that I'm their type. And then you went, oh, no, hang on. <laughs> A, I'm not. And B, yeah. I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, it's all right, everybody. I'm fine. Yeah, I've, I've moved yeah. past it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think probably most people go through that stage where they think, well, why don't people fancy me? Why are they fancying that person? That person's obviously wrong for yeah, them yeah absolutely yeah. but then you hopefully grow out of it and also you react to it in a, in different ways because i think incels go um, why don't people fancy me it's because they're stupid mm. and need to be controlled by the government and forced <laughs> to be my girlfriend <laughs> right whereas i think like i remember going through a similar kind of thing like you know i thought well no one's ever going to be attracted to me because i'm a terrible person ah. you know and hideous to look at and like that was my mm. thought it wasn't like because other people are, ter- are, are evil and therefore need to be mind controlled by the government mm-hmm. which is the incel line it's more like well you know as a i was a teenager of course i think a lot of people you go through that point when you look at yourself and to to quote Eddie Izzard, I wouldn't have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> look, look in the mirror. Thing, that's that's horrific. Like, why would anyone else? I'm, I'm horrible. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so, and and that feels like a really long period of time. Even though it might not be, it feels like a really long period of time. And you're like, well, that's it then. I guess I just got to get used to no one ever liking me and being sick on me when they look at me. <laughs> <laughs> So, even if they are the correct type, <laughs> as they get as they get older, they will change. Yes. And will probably think they are stupid to go out with this particular person. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually a fair point, isn't it? You People change, fall in love grow. with someone when you're both 13. Yeah. And then like, a couple of years later, you're in a completely different person. We know how you feel about childhood sweethearts, don't we? I mean, you've, you've mentioned that <laughs> yeah. many occasions. <laughs> that both parties are penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though... Yeah. 
even though they were children when they first mm. met. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I don't think that. I just think it's weird and wrong and shouldn't be allowed <laughs> for other reasons. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of also think that about adult relationships, that they're kind of weird and wrong and shouldn't be allowed. I think everyone who wants to have sex with anyone is a deviant. <laughs> <laughs> Last of all, I don't think youngsters really understand the word love. Yeah, or oldsters. Or oldsters, so I don't understand the word love. <laughs> Unless it's an acronym for lovely... Ooh, very exciting. <laughs> you always, when you get to an O, you always go ooh. You can never think of a word starting with O for some reason. I know. Like you've got a massive blind spot in your mind for words beginning with O. We just get to, so like, ooh. When I get to make my mouth makes the O shape, that's just what comes out. <laughs> and Mr. Cotton, or possibly Mr. Glitter, we ooh. can't be sure, at the bottom of this has simply written the word good! Hmm. Exclamation mark. No score. Just uh, that's good. He thinks that's good. <laughs> that what you have written here is good. <laughs> well... I mean, maybe if you've seen some of what the other kids had written, they were all like, I think love at first sight is real and very good. First... Yeah, I fell in love with my dog the other yeah, day. I fell in love with <laughs> my, <laughs> my teacher, Mr. Glitter. <laughs> all right, so the next thing is... Um, it looks like you were studying Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, we did. We did study that because like everyone was like laughed when like you saw a nipple in the movie. Really, it was a quick flash of a nipple. And everyone was like, hee hee hee. <laughs> 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 uh, right now, so so now you've all reacted that way. I'd like you to. I'd like you to tell me whether you think love at first sight is real because I think you're all <laughs> mature enough. To have a proper discussion about love at first okay, sight. Okay, well, that's why we was asking about love at first sight, I guess, if we were studying Romeo and Juliet, because they fall in love at first sight, don't they? Maybe, or at least yeah, Romeo maybe. does. He's a complete psycho. Yes. I mean, he like, just turns up at her house and things, uninvited. So it's climbing into a room. Yeah, murders people. Yeah. Wears them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that famous scene that we had to act when we were in Romeo and Juliet, mm. where uh, Romeo, you, murders Tybalt, me, mm. and then pulls his skin off and wears it for the rest of the play. And he's like, and Juliet's all like, oh, could you take my cousin's skin off, please? <laughs> yeah. Really off putting. And Romeo's like, no, no, I'm going to wear his skin forever. And then I'm going to collect other skins. I'm going to, I'm just going to collect Mercutio's skin later and go around going, oh, look at me, I'm Mercutio, aren't I special? <laughs> Do you like me, Juliet? No, I'm just going to drink this poison. <laughs> then I'll wear you. So, this is just titled Romeo and Juliet. But then you've got a quote. It's not a quote from Romeo and Juliet. I think it's something you're meant to um, argue, agree with or disagree with. OK. So the quote is, Although she is younger than Romeo, Juliet acts far more maturely than him. How old are they in the play? Juliet's like 11 or something horrific, right? I think she's 13 and he's 15. Something like that. All right, so although she's younger than Romeo, Juliet acts far more maturely than him. I agree with this. As Romeo, in the play... Mm -hmm shows no signs of maturity, mm. whereas Juliet proves she is mature. How? Now, uh, I think you are... That's your introduction. I think you are going to go okay. into more detail. Romeo, at the start of the play... He's always playing Pac-Man. 
Whereas <laughs> Juliet's got a job in the city. <laughs> now, Romeo at the start of the play, when we first see him, is playing Pac-Man. <laughs> Amazing. Now, when we first see him, uh, is down in the dumps and is mooning over Rosal- Rosaline. Showing a, is it, is it showing a moony? Rosaline? Is he showing a moony? He is sticking his bum out the window at Rosalind. Oh, yeah, that's right. At the beginning of Romeo and Juliet, he's upset because like some woman he loves doesn't love him back, so then he just picks the next one. So uh, he's mooning over Rosalind. Rosalind, Rosaline. He says how much he loves her and gives a long speech about it, <laughs> which is very immature. I sound annoyed. Yeah, you really do. You had to read that Fucking and hell. study it, right? A long speech. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up, Romeo. So he gives a long speech about it, but at the end, he proves how false his love is by speaking these words. Now, I'm re- trying to read your handwriting, and it says... Nor ope her lap to saint seducing gold. Oh yeah. So she won't even fuck she won't even fuck me for money, that's that is, isn't it? Nor nor open her lap to saint seducing gold. So so Romeo's saying she won't spread her legs for money, right? Yeah. He's like she doesn't love me, she won't love me, I can't like um she won't do this, she won't do that, and also like she just won't fuck me even if I give her some cash. Because he's loaded, isn't he? Is he? Okay. He's like a fucking rich kid. Okay. I mean, they both are, but I guess Rosalind's probably not. Oh, really? And she's uh, she's like the maid or something, and he's like, oh, hello, uh, hello, hello, Rosalind, yeah. uh, do you want to have some sex? I'll give you a a gold. I'll give you a gold. She's <laughs> yeah. like, uh, no, you're like you're a child for a start, mm. and you're weird. Yeah. And then he goes off and does a big speech about how he didn't get any. Yeah. <laughs> he's an incel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this, I think, shows some signs of immaturity. Yeah. I mean, basically, he's like, he's asked, he's asked, he's, he's, he claims he's in love. He's gone, will you go on a date with me? She's like, no. Um, um, come on, it'll be really, we'll have a really good time. All right, then, will you fuck for money? Like, you know, that's <laughs> insult straight, isn't it? Really awful, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you do that, you have that quote, she won't fuck for money. Mm. And then you say, this, I think, shows some signs of immaturity, and your teacher has written, how, question mark. Mm. You didn't go into enough detail about how uh, about how refusing to fuck for money, or no, com- sorry, complaining about people refusing to fuck for money shows immaturity. I think Mr. Cotton was an incel as well. <laughs> He's like, come on, come on, Howard. You know, if I pay her, she should. She should. I give him a gold. She should say yes, yeah, shouldn't she? But she always says no when I go around to her house and ask her. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> oh my god. The next falseness of Romeo's character is at the party mm-hmm. when he first sees Juliet. So shows a snowy dove trooping with crows. As yonder lady o'er her fellows shows. When this is said, Romeo no longer loves Rosaline. How would you say her name? What, how's it spelled? Uh, uh, Rose, a line. Oh, no, no, R-O-S-A-L-I-N-E. I think it's Rosaline. Rosaline. Hmm. I don't think there is such a name as Rosaline. <laughs> well, you put forward a good <laughs> argument. <laughs> Except. How would you pronounce it? Do you think um, it's a Rosassi Linny or a Rosaline? All right, I'm going to go with Rosassi the name Rosaline. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, Romeo no longer loves Rosassi Linny. <laughs> it, <is, laughs> it is as if Rosassi Linny never existed. <laughs> mm-hmm. This shows that Romeo does not really know what real love is. Mm-hmm. And to say he loves 
everyone he comes across mm. is very immature. Yeah. It is. He loves everyone he comes across. Like everyone. Like, hello, Mercutio. I love you. Hello, Tybalt. I fucking, I fucking love you. No. Hello, other characters that Rufus can't remember the name of in <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I love you. You're brilliant. You are. Hello, Lady Capulet. Is that one? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah. I love you. You're, you might be my mum. I can't remember which way around it goes. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Montague. I love you. Dad, maybe. I love you. I love you, Lady Capulet. You're much easier to swallow than normal pills. That's what he should say, isn't he? <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. I'm here oh all week. Oh dear! You should leave. You should leave before yeah, the week starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, he thought he was in love with Rosa Rosasolini, Ros- right? He thought he was in love with Rosasolini, but then he saw Juliet, and he, he is in love with her. And this is where, oh yeah, this, this time it's real. real. Yeah, this time it's real because Juliet is better looking. Yeah. than Rosasolini. Yeah. Than Rosasolini, and also her name's easier to remember. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was gonna. I tried writing poetry about Rosasolini. Nothing <laughs> rhymes. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with Rosasolini. Yeah. I got a better chance with Juliet. Oh, Rosasolini, would you like? <laughs> would you like a tinny? Yeah, Juliet. I'm going with Boobliet, and I, w- I want to have sex with Youbliet. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, Juliet, I like your Boobliet. I want to have sex with you. <laughs> I want to have sex right now with Juliet. Juliet. Yeah. All right. Nailed it. Yeah. No, that's, will, it. that's why. Will Juliet me? <laughs> Fuck you. Will Juliet. Yes, that's it. Uh, no, Mio. <laughs> no, Mio, I won't. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Mm. The government should make her. <laughs> the government should make her be my girlfriend. Right, I'm gonna go. I'm going online to complain to all my incel friends about this. Well, I asked this. I asked this girl out today, and she said, "No, Mio." <laughs> she said, "No, Mio." <laughs> right. And you know what? You know what? I bet she goes out with some like good-looking, like buff interesting, intelligent guy instead of me who's none of those things. But I'm a nice guy. I mean, I don't have anything else going for me and also I'm really horrible, but come well, on. I'm really nice. I offered money to fuck her. <laughs> yeah, and then called her, That's a, nice, then called her a slur. <laughs> and then when she said no, I called her a load of slurs. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. All right. In the garden, when Romeo is looking up at Juliet and speaking is poetry... <laughs> Juliet, Juliet, I like your boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Will Juliet me have sex with you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what this is about. Juliet wants him to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because his poetry's really bad. <laughs> uh, because he might get caught by the guards. From all the evidence... It is obvious that Juliet is more mature than Romeo mm. is. Yeah. Would you like to guess what score out of 20 you got for that? And I'd like to, I'm going to give you a little clue wow. because next to it, your teacher, Mr. Con, yeah. right, wrote good effort, exclamation mark. Good effort. And we know that's an insult, right? Good effort, yeah. Yes, isn't it? I'm going to go with 17. No, you got 19 because he never read anything you wrote. <laughs> he gave you 19 as a matter of course. Oh, I reckon those no. times when you didn't, those times when you didn't, he was just bored and decided to read one. And he's like, oh, fuck, 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your third year with him. He's definitely not reading them at this point. There are zero corrections. If I were a teacher, um, I would do the minimum effort <laughs> possible as well. You yeah. would be Mr Cotton. You'd yeah. be annoyed... 
Um, you'd be frustrated because you want to do something else, mm. something creative, uh, and you have to do stupid teaching. You'd hate the children, you'd insult the poor ones, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't read any of their homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And that's why you, it's good that you're not a teacher. And why it would have been good if Mr. Cotton hadn't been a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer. And so we sat him up to every nighter. But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah. Woman of a no, woman of a no. Was writer in the world? Was writer in the world? Was writer in the world? Thank you for listening to this episode of the worst writer in the world if you feel unsatisfied mm-hmm. if you think young howard did not go deep enough and hard enough and like mm-hmm. you know into much, enough detail uh, in his analysis of romeo and juliet <laughs> then you can get much more depth from us by joining our secret gang on patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash man by cow no don't tell them that's don't right. tell them it's deep deep place no right? no that's right we've got a new tier where you pay 100 pounds a month and you can actually ask me questions about romeo and juliet and i'll tell you I'll tell you anything you want to know about it <laughs> yeah. anything you want to know correctly stuff well. that isn't fact, true let's have a little yeah. let's have a little test shall we let's okay, let's yeah. try it out let's give a fr- here's a free sample hmm. so um howard when yeah, i am howard um when lord montague right yes. um like climbs is that right? Is that not right? <laughs> sure, why not? It's got a, there's bound to be a Lord Montague. It's Montague's and Capulets, right? There's bound to be a Lord yeah, Montague. Yeah, 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 Lord Montague. I mean, yeah. I haven't I haven't read it since we were at school. That's like, that's like three years ago. Yeah, no, come on, yeah, Lord Montague, yeah, carry on. So when Lord Montague mm. Spider-Man's up that wall and shoots yeah. webs, right, and then, like, fights the Green, green Goblin, Grubble. what does that mean? Why does he do that? What's that got to do with Romeo and Juliet? Well, that's, a, that's a metaphor, isn't it? That's a yeah, metaphor. I assume so. What's it a metaphor of? Oh, like you want more? You already do want to go in depth, then, do you? I want meta more. I want meta more, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. So it's a meta metaphor the t- for the, the tower is um is resemblant of um of love itself, like and like oh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the things you have to climb. Often yeah, yeah. Love in literature, in don't they? Reach, yeah, it's like big, can... big, tall, st- yeah. turgid, stiff things pointing stiff upwards. Things. Yeah, yeah, love. Yeah, massive, big, <laughs> hard, obelisk, <laughs> pointy, um, obstacle, pointy yeah. stick things. Yeah, yeah. Love equals love. <laughs> and like um, when he gets to the top, um, and all that web yeah. stuff shoots out the top of that tower. That's also. Um, that's resembling making making love. Making <laughs> oh love. no! Oh shit! So yeah. you're saying it's all a sex metaphor? I mean, yeah. it's Shakespeare. It probably is, right? Yeah. It's all Romeo and Juliet turns out to be one big dick joke. Yeah, one big <laughs> dick joke about teenagers. Yeah, and only one of Romeo and Juliet was being played by a teenage boy, and that was Juliet, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. Romeo is probably being played by an adult man. Yeah, yeah saying right. he's a teenage boy. Mm. All right, well, thanks for listening. Go to patreon.com slash manbycow to get more, and we will be back in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye, milk. Bye-bye, man. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.